0: In episode 19 of English for Czech People, we talk about my trip to England, we talk about Chris's new flatmates and some stuff going on in his life, and we learn the useful chinglish and useful things of how to talk about moods, and we have some great words throughout the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 19 of English for Czech People, a Speak Like Me production. My name's Jacob from England. I'm Chris from Australia. And we're your English teachers from a distance, back again to have some fun conversations, explaining cool words to you, fixing your Chinglish, and answering any questions you may have. That was pretty smooth. It was smooth. Not too bad. Not yeah, too bad. Yeah, about as smooth
1: as, as this Scotch.
0: Oh, yeah. We're drinking today, listeners, because uh, this is an alcohol-friendly production. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also Marks & Spencers, but not their cheapest one. Oh, okay. they have the... splashed out a little bit. I did. Firstly, cheers. 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 This is called uh, Kenmore, Kenmore Special Reserve, a blended Scotch whiskey. So, they have their mm-hmm. super cheap one, which is like just M&S mm-hmm. branded, yep. you know. And... It's not great. It's not awful, but it's 219 crowns, I think, for a bottle, mm-hmm. which is just crazy money. But this one's 279. Okay. So it's only 60 more, mm. but you get like a bottle that doesn't look so embarrassing to have on your desk. Sure. Because I don't have an embarrassing uh, bottle on my desk. Yeah. look like a peasant. Peasant is a vidlark, by the way. It's a good word. Yeah, that is a good word. Yeah. Mm. I'm not a vidlark. I'm not a peasant. Um, what, do you, what do you make of it? Do you like it? Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. good. As yeah. I said, Smooth.
1: Like, it could be it's, it's, yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's drinkable.
0: Better. Yeah, it's drinkable. Anyway, episode 19, we're back. Mm-hmm. We're back. It um, feels like it's been a while. because It, I it was has in, been a while. Has it? Because I was in England for a week, the week before I was off. Um. So I guess it was three weeks ago we um, recorded the last episode. I think so. Yeah. What's been going on in your life in the last three weeks, Chris? Anything worth, anything of note? Anything of um, these
1: I've, uh... Pour... Oh, it's organizing. Uh, so my, my current flatmate is moving out. Uh, oh. She's moving to Croatia. Uh, oh So my God. we've uh, been finding. Um, uh, uh, we yeah uh, we looked we yeah we looked for and found uh-huh. a replacement flatmate. Uh, so Jesus, that's good. Yeah, that happened very quickly. It's I mean, big drama. Is, no, no, not at all. Like this is always this is uh, something that we was always on the table.
0: She was considering this on for the table. A while. So, on the table means a possible option. Yes. Right. Okay. So, because you've only been living in the new flat for what? Half six a year? Six months. Yeah. Because I remember we were talking about it on the podcast when you moved, and we've been exactly. going for about six months.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was August
0: last year. Okay. So, six to eight, I would say. Okay. That's yeah. mm-hmm. well, pretty sad because. Mm-hmm. Um, You moved to live with her specifically, right? Because she was like a good flatmate to live with. Um, Like more specifically, I moved out to move out
1: and I needed a, uh, I just needed to be in a different apartment and it was just very convenient that she was also planning on moving out. So yeah, we, uh, we moved in together, but Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. no, it wasn't like I'm very specifically moving in with this person.
0: Um, okay. But it was great. It was, okay. Uh, it was wonderful. Okay. So uh, how did it go with finding a replacement? Is it someone you know or just some random internet person?
1: Uh, yeah, just posted it on Facebook. Uh-huh. And she was inundated. Uh, she was inundated with uh, applications. Okay. so Inundated, I think, is mm-hmm. a good word. Definitely. Inundated, it means? flooded it is a synonym for to flood like when there's a whole bunch of water like there was in uh germany and belgium and china last year okay there were floods and so these Mm -hmm. areas were flooded and a fancier word for that is inundated Inundated. okay they were inundated with water uh but you can be inundated with just about anything uh you can be inundated with complaints Mm -hmm. in uh inundated with uh, praise, mm-hmm. um, praise and, is all right. I believe, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, she was inundated with applications, <laughs> inundated with applicants. Okay. Uh, so, so how was, many people did you
0: uh, have over? Uh, only three okay. actually only three that was, And that was all that we needed. So a good verb is to boil down. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is a good verb to boil down. Uh, so you had what? Like 20, 30 applicants, something like that. Sure. And you had to boil them down to the top three. Mm-hmm. It means like you kind of distill them. I that's think another, that's another advanced word. Yeah. It's like you minimize them to the, the best, the most essential or the most um, desirable. Ad- desirable people. Um, so how did you boil it down to just the three people to come over?
1: Um the messages uh, that they wrote to us because, uh-huh. all right, look, pro tip, if you're looking for an apartment through Facebook uh, through Facebook Marketplace, do a little bit more than just clicking, mm-hmm. is this still available? Right. You know? I yeah. think that might, you, you might have a slight better chance of, uh, of, 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 of uh, making the cut uh, if you write mm. a little bit about yourself. If you tell the person that you want to mm-hmm. move in with, um, who you are, what you're about, you mm-hmm. know, give them um uh, a bit of your vibe, mm-hmm. because so many people, like, yeah, there were a lot of applications, so we would have had our pick, uh, but a lot of them were just, is this available? Is
0: this still available? Is this mm-hmm. still available? We, um, we would have had our pick. To have your pick means that you have the power to choose whoever you want mm-hmm. or whatever you want from something. Okay. So three people basically gave good messages and had a good vibe. Uh,
1: a couple more than that, but then you know, pe- then some of them uh, weren't a- weren't available on the days that we were, and uh, then like pulled out at the last minute. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it ended up just being uh, three, and that was all that we needed. Okay. Uh, that was all that we needed.
0: So would you mind my asking who the new flatmate is? Is that?
1: Uh, Shareable? not like who they are, but
0: like, sure. Um, know, girl, boy. whatever. Uh, yeah, from. it's a,
1: it's a girl. Uh, she is also a foreigner. Uh-huh. Uh, she's been here for a couple of years now okay. and professional and is planning on living here for quite some time. Okay. Uh, seems to be a very sweet person. Uh-huh. Uh, hopefully that proves to be the case.
0: You don't want to say where she's from? Uh, yeah. yeah Maybe she wouldn't want me to say. Okay. So yeah, All right. probably. Yeah. Some podcasts I've listened to, they occasionally have, like, the flatmates come on as guests and stuff. Mm That would be pretty cool. Yeah, maybe. It would be nice. Yeah, see if she wants to come on. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm glad you got a new flatmate. Thank you. So that was the main drama from the last few weeks? Uh, mm,
1: Secondary. Like, for me, a better thing, um, uh, an even better thing came from that. Because, all right, so out of the three girls that came, um, I got a flatmate out of one of them. And then out of the third girl that, uh, that came, she was unfortunately not able to, uh, uh, to take the uh, apartment, but got a couple of dates
0: out of her. Oh, cheers that's- to that. <laughs> cheers to that. Congratulations. No worries. That's great. Yeah. So she came for a room and mm-hmm. she got a few dates. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Is this so an, an f- ongoing date thing? Or? Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. We saw well, each other just the other night
0: and okay. uh yeah things are going uh, things are going pretty well oh man yeah yeah yeah. Oh. it's very nice now this is the problem because i have so many questions that i want to ask but i'm not going to i'm going to respect your privacy <laughs> thank you uh, I appreciate i'm appreciate i glad it's going well mm-hmm. but did you... shout out you
1: know who you are you wanted you wondered um, if i was going to mention you really so, uh, yeah. is she watching or listening uh she watched uh one of the podcast episodes yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, I think the most recent one that came out. I was think, that yeah. after like, the first date or before? It was after the second date. Yeah. It was after the second date.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... At what point did you tell her that? Oh, by the way, I do a podcast. When did that come up?
1: Ah, uh, that is a good question. Um, I think it might have. Uh, I think maybe she was asking me, um, when I was uh, if I'm going to go back to Australia uh, at any time soon, and I brought up the whole. Well, okay, I, I said, well oh shit yeah we have to do it now (laughs) (laughs) i said well there's a possibility that i might next year and then Uh have to tell the whole story of like well this is why okay Uh, you know the old boss might bankroll it for me
0: okay and Uh, how did she she take it so to take something is how you receive news and process it the process yeah the to to process the receiving of the news how did she take it Mm -hmm. when she found out that you do a podcast was she impressed or didn't care? Or? Uh, she thought it was cool. She thought it was okay.
1: interesting, and then yeah, was interested in uh, in listening or watching. Okay. And what was her feedback? Uh, she really liked it. Okay. Yeah, she said it was. Uh, she said it was cool. Uh, she said that uh, uh, we have good banter. <laughs> and yeah. that's a good. That's a good word, actually. It is a. This is a critically important word. Super actually. important. Banter. Um, yeah, banter is like to some people the most important thing in a relationship right. well, or, it, yeah. a quality in a, in another person. Yeah. Like that guy's got good banter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what banter is, is banter is like kind of empty, meaningless conversation a little bit, but it's the but funny.
0: Yes. Witty.
1: Not necessarily witty, not, but yeah, like, just okay. like, yeah. s, uh, let's say, um, Smooth, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, like when you watch one of these like daytime news shows or morning news shows, and there are the two hosts uh, speaking back and forth, and it's like half scripted, half improv. Yeah,
0: uh, and they're just talking about whatever nonsense they're talking about. That's banter. It's like when you can have a you can have a joke with someone. You've got a good connection. You have fun with them. Yeah. Like it can be definitely between between people. Like me and Chris, we've got some pretty good banter going on. Yeah. But also just a person by themselves can have good banter. Like, oh Chris, he's got the bands. Yep.
1: Yep. Top bands. <laughs> do you talk about
0: you say Bants well in <laughs> Australia? Think, yeah, yeah. In Australia too. Yeah, yeah, Top
1: Bants. Okay. Good bans. Right. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it is it is yeah, the equality or the ability uh for a person to do that with anybody. So right. you and I might have good banter
0: between us, but yeah. I might not have
1: good banter with other people.
0: Yeah. And I don't yeah. sometimes. That's so disappointing when that happens. Yeah. Especially like in a dating situation. I love a girl with good banter. Yep. I feel like I'm saying banter really weird now. No, <laughs> not at all. No? Okay. Yeah, this is one
1: of those situations
0: where you say a word repeatedly. Yeah. And I after was, you say it enough, I it was, just loses meaning. Yeah. I was feeling that about inundated. I was like, is this even right? Inundated is super weird. <laughs> it's definitely um, correct. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad she she liked it. So mm-hmm. uh, whoever you are, thank you for for watching. Thanks for enjoying. That's great. I'm sure yeah. she enjoyed you more than me. Uh, did she say did she say anything about me like oh that crazy it's a bit weird no not at all don't a bit, be silly a bit inappropriate nothing no, no, okay, no nothing okay, like was that
1: kidding. she was yeah look she was, uh, without wanting to sound too uh, egotistical or, or whatever or self-centered <laughs> but yeah I was listening to it to listen to me I
0: suppose yeah would well, be uh, weird if, it, if she wasn't mm-hmm be weird if she came back and she's like i'm gonna to listen to this for jacob <laughs> bit of a slap in the face <laughs> a slap in the face that's also it good. means like an insult An oudarashka, oudarashka, a slap in the face when someone insults you yes and again we love these little filler words like a bit that was a bit a bit of a a bit of a slap in the face you yeah.
1: because yeah. usually a slap in the face isn't terrible because then if it really is terrible it's more than just a slap in the face it is like a grave insult it is a a strong
0: insult yeah a a slap in the face is like it's just but it can be big because you can say oh man that's just like a fucking huge slap in the face you could say that sure
1: yeah. Yeah. But most of the time, uh, and then you would use that, wouldn't you? You would say that was a, m- that was a massive slap in the face for this to happen. And yeah. you would emphasize yeah. uh, that it's massive because usually a slap in the face is on the smaller or lower
0: side yeah. Uh, yeah. of things. Yeah. But it was well, not. Okay. She was very complimentary. So I've written a word here because I wanted to ask you, did you hit it off when she came over for, for the first time? So hit off, hit it off and it's always that. It's always hit it off. Mm-hmm. It means, like, if you had sparks, like, if you had, like, a jeskra, if you had, like, a good connection. It can uh, be uh, romantically, but also just friendly, right? Not ends professionally
1: it could be yeah. romantic it could be friendly uh and it could be professional so uh, i would say that you and i hit it off quite well mm-hmm. uh when we first met just as friends mm-hmm. uh and then um just yeah to, you just can... to clarify yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just friends just friends uh and then uh well even as roommates i suppose maybe not even as yeah. friends like to hit it off as roommates you, yeah. like you, you just get along with each other mm-hmm. uh, very well and then mm-hmm. professionally like a new person starts at the company and this person hits it off with the other employees they're not just a nice person but they also work well and have the same sort of work flow or work ethic so this person really hit it off in the new company and yeah of course yeah we we hit it off um uh, basically uh yeah straight away had good conversation and then after she left she wanted to like ask me a few more questions to I get a bit of, <laughs> to get uh, a bit more <laughs> of a vibe from me yeah. and so we were okay. just texting back and forth okay. And yeah it's like it just through
0: this texting we were uh, uh-huh. uh, we were really uh, hitting it off we were just texting back and forth back and forth is sem at tam like you're texting she's texting back texting back and forth yeah oh well that's great news chris it is i'm happy for you thank that's really you nice that's really nice in other news, mm-hmm. this toilet finally has a soap dispenser. Did you see? I did notice that. Yeah. Well, not a soap dispenser. It has a it has a thing of soap, like a, a bottle, a bottle of soap. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It has a Which of was soap. I was pleasantly surprised oh. by that. That was nice. So I've got nice clean hands. Um, and actually, just just okay. Just so a quick roundup, uh, it's a quick summary. A roundup is a summary. A quick roundup of the of the words we've done so far. So we've had in a, in undated. Which means you just have loads of something coming in like a flood. I'm inundated with applications for this job. Um, to boil down to, I really want to kind of. I really like that one. To boil down to means what is something at its like most essential um, essence or form, like because the the Im- the imagery or the, the the idiom the visualization behind this is if you have some you know like a bottle of you know a saucepan full of water and some minerals or something in it if you boil it then all the water evaporates and you're just left with the most concentrated like you know minerals or whatever you've got in there so it's whatever you've got left after you order, all the all the extra shit has gone you yep. know so You can say things like in a relationship, you can say, yeah, well, there was many reasons why we broke up, but in the end, it all boiled down to the fact that we're just not- Compatible. (laughs) Compatible, It it boils down to a lack of communication. Yeah. Or it boiled down to just uh, um, culture differences or something. Sure. You know? So, a common expression is to say, it all, it all boiled down to whatever, and I- and you say, what's the most essential thing? Mm-hmm. So let's just give them one more example. Um, so if you're choosing, you know, a job, you're choosing between two schools, um, you say something like, yeah, well, they're both pretty good. But like, I chose this school because like in the end, it all boiled down to uh, what the colleagues are like. And sure. the school just it had nicer people there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went there. That's what it all boiled down to. And guys, uh, if you like this vocab, you can find it in the Speak Like Me app, uh, which is on iOS and Android. And click on the settings button, click podcast, and you can see all the uh, words from this episode. So I think currently on the app, it says like it's called like chapter 19, but that means just episode 19. So go to chapter 19. All right. We also had hit it off. Have a good relationship, a good spark when you meet someone. How did you, how did she take it? Like, how does she receive the news? Or how did she take it when she found out you have a podcast? Banter. So does she have good banter? Yes. Yeah, we have great banter. Good. Awesome. And um, hopefully there's been no slaps in the face so no, far. No, I don't think either so. Either physically or or metaphorically. Uh, okay. Well, in other news, in other news um, this is just like a random thing. <laughs> just... I wanted to tell you just before we, we were talking before we were uh, recording the episode and I don't know why I was going to mention this. I've completely forgotten, but I think I was talking about my flat. Yeah. Cause I'm, I was thinking about renting out my flat yes. next month. Cause I was thinking about going to Bali for next month, but cause work is like heating up a bit right now. I don't think I'm going to go next month, maybe in June. Maybe I would still love to go. I would love to go. Um, but I was thinking about my, it made me think about my flat. And how expensive it is. And i like, because you know, I come to work pretty early, I get home pretty late, I go maybe watch one episode of TV, go to bed, have a shower, come back again. Mm. And my place is like, it's not like super expensive, but it's not cheap either. And I've been thinking about we should have like our own office from next year, but like paying for an, an office, which can cost I don't know, quite a lot, plus the flat as I like, do, that's crazy. So I was thinking about some. <laughs> Slightly shady ways to get around this. Uh-huh. So we're like a small startup company, you know. Yep. And I was thinking, you know what? A lot of offices have showers in them. Yeah, I could totally illegally live in our in an office. Like we could get an office because the combined price of this current office plus my flat is like a certain amount, mm. and for that, I could get a pretty good office, like with multiple rooms: podcast room, video room, teaching room, mm. manager room and like a chill room, which uh-huh. in reality would be my flat. Uh-huh. <laughs> but with a shower, and it's got, a, ki- you've got a, k- a kitchen. You're not allowed to do it. You're not supposed to. But no one's going to come and check, are they? The police aren't going to come and knock on your door and say, hey, are you living here? Yeah. And they would say, oh, why, why is there a shower here? So sometimes I have to shower in the morning before work. Yeah, I ride my bike to work. Yeah. Why is there spare clothes here? Because I run a business. Yeah. Got to look smart. What if I start sweating or something? You know? And I was like, that could totally work because you still have to have like a legal address somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I've already talked to some friends because it's just, you just sign a piece of paper and say that you live somewhere. You don't have to have a contract. So I just asked like some of my friends who own houses, Hey, could I just say that I live with you? But I don't. Mm. And they were like, yeah, as long as there's no issues with that. So I can say that I live in whatever it was somewhere and then actually be living in the office. Mm -hmm. It's a bit depressing you know, living in the office, but, part of me feels it's kind of cool it's kind of like a startup you know yep yeah thing. yeah it's, it's very very startup tell your grandkids oh when i was 30 i was sleeping on the floor in my office <laughs> <laughs> that'd be kind of romantic in a way right to look back on surely yeah. but in the moment i don't know what do you think of that like do you think it's a bit risky like would you do it or I. Uh... not inviting you to move in with me but you know but would you do it in theory
1: Perhaps, yeah. like, okay. Look, I think the the most important thing would be like, can you separate those areas well enough? You know, can you separate uh, your living space with the rest of the office space? Because if you can't, like, what if you're sick sometime and yeah, you do just need to stay. What uh, get, get the runs, get diarrhea. What do you mean? Like what? Well, sure, yeah, that. But then, uh, uh, like, I don't know, just a regular kind of sick. And oh, you just need okay. to be chilling out right. like in bed for th- and then like that you can hear two interesting rooms. Point. You know two rooms across you can yeah. hear somebody doing a teacher training mm. thing or whatever. Mm. Okay. Um, I've not considered that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And then what if you want to bring a date home <gasps> and then she leaves
0: the next I had day? I've not considered that either. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah.
1: And that person wants to leave the next day, and again, you know, she has to walk through a thing, and there's like a teacher. Well, that'd be a real on. walk of shame, yeah. Through all of the lessons and teachers, and mm-hmm. so it depends on how easy, how well you can oh, actually separate, uh, how you well know, you can separate the that's areas. So
0: weird that I had never considered that because mm-hmm. I was really thinking about this. I was like, because I love the idea of having like our, our own fancy office, you know, having a nice podcast room, get some nice background. With you got to get the. Got to get the bookshelf, you know, with some, some Ikea plants and <laughs> sure. some cool, so you got to get those cool business books on the shelf, you know, make uh-huh. it look like you'd know what you're talking about. Oh <laughs> and yeah. You've got no idea.
1: There's a great website. Just a quick aside. There's yeah. a, a, an amazing website that I wish I could use. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called books by the foot. Okay. And so if you move into a house, uh, that has like a, beautiful uh, uh library or study right okay so a room in the house where you just do work is called a study and so there's all the bookshelves and everything and you're like man i don't have books though yeah what i'm gonna go out like i have to look for all the books that i want or yeah. whatever oh man it's like i don't know and then work. they're all gonna be like uneven and whatever no there's a website uh called books by the foot Okay. And you order and like, they just send you, you know, like penguin
0: classics or whatever. Oh, and, uh, what you, so you sign up for this website and they just send you random books just to go on your web, uh, to go on your uh, bookshelf. Yes. Without, so are you supposed to read them? Do they expect you to read them or not? If you
1: want, I mean, these are literary classics. You know, they'll send you War and Peace. They'll send you um, Catcher in the Rye. They'll send you, uh, uh, what's this, from Mark Twain. Um, Doesn't matter. Like, they'll send you these literary classics. Right.
0: Just the classics uh, where there's no copyright and all that stuff.
1: uh, Maybe. I don't know. There Uh might be more things, like, that you can select from. What's the point? I don't quite get it. So that you fill up the book like oh right. I've got this uh, I've got this study with this beautiful bookshelf okay. and I've got zero books or I've got right. five books that right. are like leaning on an angle okay. you know and the and it's not just like the regular like whatever the cover of of the book is it's like they're they're bound with a specific pattern so all
0: they all match. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, that gets my OCD going. That sounds awesome. It's fucking cool. You should check oh, out this website. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, just looking at the website, you're like, oh, look at all these books with the same pattern and everything. I, w- I just wonder what kind of books they have. Like, if it's just like public record books, like, you know, that are basically free. Sure. En- encyclopedias. Uh, I mean, that's good to have. Okay, okay. That's An encyclopedias good to that's have. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's just one little thing I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, um... So we've been away for... Well, I've been away for a couple of weeks. You have. I was in England for yeah. a, for a week. How was it? Um, to be honest, after about 20 minutes <laughs> of being in England, the, um, the excitement wore off. That's a good word, right? Wear off. Mm. To wear off. Wear like clothes. You wear clothes. To wear off. It means the effect of something disappears goes away this would be typically with like let's say you do some drugs you do some cocaine for like i've never done cocaine so i don't really know how long it lasts i but think
1: it's like 20 minutes i haven't done it either but i've heard it's like 20 minutes
0: or yeah. something so you like would that. say after 20 minutes it starts wearing off it's like means the effect the feeling you get from the cocaine cocaine starts going away or with alcohol potentially of course yep um Or with love, any kind of, um, kind of like whatever's like a drug, whatever goes into your brain and is like, you know, you get all excited about something like that love, that lovey dovey feeling in those first few months. The butterflies in your stomach. Yeah. There you go. Usually wears off after around six months or something. It wears off. So, um, the excitement of being back in England for the first time in almost five years wore off after about 20 minutes. Yeah, right. Got off the plane, um... And I was like in the airport, it was kind of weird for the first time in five years being surrounded by English. Yeah. And I was like, I can understand everything people are saying. This is, it's kind of strange, you know? Uh, and I went into Marks and Spencer's there and I was like, mm, it's kind of the same as Marks and Spencer's in Prague, of you know? It is, wouldn't that was the been? first shop that I saw. I came across in the airport. Okay. And um, then I got on the train to go to this cause I was going there to go to my friend's wedding over there in Chester. So I flew into Birmingham cause they had cheap flights there and got on the train and there was this old older woman sat opposite me about 70, 75. And she was one of these people that just wants to talk to oh, whoever no. she sits opposite. Oh, and no. I was really busy because it was the first of April. Um, I had my laptop with me and I was trying to send all the invoices for the clients, you know, cause I was like, I can't be doing it at the wedding. I've got to do it now. And this old woman, she's like, so where are you from? And you know, I was like, well, she seemed quite pleasant. I'm sure she was. Um, but after 20 minutes, let's say, I was actually planning on not really drinking the whole time I was in England just to have a bit of a break and because it's too expensive I don't want to waste money paying five times more than I would pay here. I was like, I'll drink whatever's for free at the wedding and that's that. Mm. But after 20 minutes of this lady, the, the the guy, what's that guy called on the train? <sighs> Mm. The, the refreshments person came sure. along. Any drinks? I was like, You got whiskey? Mm. <laughs> I was like, I'll take a whiskey. Uh yeah, neat, please. Uh, I had a nice whiskey. It came in that cute little bottle, you know, those mini bottles. Okay, sure. Yeah, like it was pretty funny. And but this woman, she turned out, which is Ukazat, sir. Ukazala, sir. She turned out to be the president of now I can't remember the exact name of the society, but it's one of those things where you have like the Ouija boards. And you sit around and you you talk to the to dead spirits. Yeah.
1: Talk to dead spirits. So yeah. like this is something that it was two episodes ago it would be now. So I'm doing air quotes air at quotes. the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So talking to dead spirits, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh,
0: because obviously hmm? that's not a thing. Obviously. But she was the president of the European Society. Okay. And she had just gotten back from a conference in um, oh. Guernsey. Okay. Guernsey, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's those two islands. One's yeah. called Guernsey and And the other one is Jersey. Yeah, it was Jersey. And
1: you can interchangeably yeah. use either word, because that's what interchangeably means, to refer to a sports um uh a sports shirt. So really? rugby,
0: yeah, yeah. A rugby jersey or a rugby guernsey. I've never a football heard it jersey, it a guernsey. football guernsey. Yeah. Is that in any way related to the islands that you know of? Well, I mean, they're both, yeah, because it's Ger- Jersey and Guernsey. But it's two islands. Yeah. So they're not interchangeable. Like the, the islands are not, you can't say- I Oh, no, off. of
1: course not. No, 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 no. I meant like you yeah. use either one of those names to talk about a football top.
0: Oh, uh, sorry. Like a, a, sports, a, a sports, okay. a sports top. Interesting. Would yeah. you like a top up? Uh, not for now. No, okay. thank you. Okay. Um, anyway, so that was the start. Then, um, I got to Chester, the place I was staying and I had, I had chosen past perfect. Cause it was before that I had chosen, uh, the cheapest guest house in Chester in the whole city. I went onto booking.com and I clicked price lowest to highest in the whole city. Okay. Uh, Can you guess how much the, maybe you saw on Instagram, but can you guess how much the cheapest guest house, not even hotel, cheapest guest house, like a tiny little room was for one night? It was, yeah. uh, You probably saw it on Instagram.
1: I I, I did, but I can't fully remember. Was it something like, was it like a hundred pounds
0: or? It was a hundred pounds for two nights. So 50 pounds a night. Okay. So about 2,300 crowns for a night. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, 2,300 crowns is not like that much. But over here, you'd get like a proper hotel, probably with some breakfast, definitely with some breakfast. Oh, yeah. This place was insane. It was this weird little house. The house itself was not actually that bad, but the room was so small. I'm trying to think of a way to describe how small it was to our listeners. But in terms of meters, it was maybe like a meter and a half by... Two and a half meters Okay
1: And notice Jacob said A meter and a half By yeah. Two and a half meters I can't yeah. remember the way That Czech people Usually say mm. it But uh,
0: The way that we say it In English Is by In Czech I think they say ash Like A-Z Ash Okay I'm not 100% sure But mm-hmm. uh, It was tiny like, I'm like I'm like an average Literally an average sized person And my feet Were hanging off The end of the bed Really It was like a Really narrow bed uh-huh. As well um, and there was just enough room to like walk around the bed mm. and like, uh, they had, they had like a couple of, uh, drawers for your clothes and like a weird sink, just, uh, umi vadlo just kind of stuck to the wall. It was tiny. It was weird, mm. but that was not the worst part. Um, so the worst part was the walls were like paper thin. Oh no. And I had this guy in the room next to me who was an absolute psycho, like a legit psycho. How so? So um I went out to see my friend, the one who's getting married. Um, and that was a whole other story because I had this crazy taxi driver driving through red lights and swearing everyone thought I was gonna die. I came back about ten o'clock and got into bed. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch a movie and then go to bed. Um and there was this guy is uh, like talking in the room next to me, but I wasn't really listening to him because I had my headphones in, I was watching the movie. movie, movie finished about eleven thirty, and this guy was like getting more and more agitated. Agitated. Is like, I think, Roslo maybe in Czech. It's like a combination of like, yeah, kind of angry, upset. I would say maybe like excited in a bad way. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, excited in a, in a bad way. And you could, you know, like when you hear someone's voice, you can just kind of visualize what they look like. Sure. And this guy, I didn't see him, but he must have been about 40 to 50, fat and just gross. Sure. Just a gross person. You can tell from someone's voice when they're just a disgusting, disgusting human being. And that was this guy. Okay. And he was repeating the same story to maybe five people on the phone. Like, he was ringing someone and screaming the story at them. So long story short, because I heard this story five times, someone tried to steal, or someone stole his fridge. Which, firstly, is a fucking weird thing to steal. Yes, a Fridge like a... Um, um, Lednyce. All right? Yep. Yeah. And And then uh, freezer is mrazak. Yeah. Someone stole his fridge. So because they stole his fridge, he beat them with an iron. Uh Uh-huh. Like a zhehlitschka. He beat someone with an iron. Okay. Pretty extreme. Just use your fucking fist, man. Uh Uh-huh. Who beats someone with an iron? That's just extreme um so because of that his girlfriend kicked him out which is why he's in this guest house and now the guy that he beat with the iron is like calling the cops on him and trying to get him arrested which he should be arrested he beat someone with an iron sure and he even he was calling the girlfriend who kicked him out and he was screaming at her like you fucking bitch blah 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 really rough i don't i'm sorry listeners for saying that it was rough though it was rough but he was like a disgusting guy and i he was on the phone until about two thirty in the oh, morning, goddamnit. and I had to wake up for the wedding. Yeah, and I really, really wanted to like knock on his door and be like, "Can you shut the fuck up?" But like, this is a guy who beats people to death with, with irons. irons. Yeah, I'm going to get an iron to the face. Yeah, if I go in here, you know, because I re- usually in under normal circumstances I would have gone in there and said, you know, I'm trying to sleep, bro. Would you mind? Yeah, in a polite way, you know. But this guy I was like, I'm going to get beaten up. If I go in there, you know, and that was, this was just the first few hours back in England. And I was like, dude, you know, welcome back to the motherland welcome back to the motherland. Yeah. And, just, <laughs> and the city itself, everyone says it's a nice city, but it was grim. Okay. And but grim, has another the callback, it's a um, yep. combination of dark and depressing. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was grim. Um, yeah. Then the wedding was the next day. The wedding was actually really nice. It's in a nice church. Um, the ceremony. I think we had this wedding vocab a little bit before, but uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I think because we talked about my cousin's wedding and stuff like that. Just briefly
0: it? remind us, reminds the, remind the listeners of the basic parts of a wedding. Sure. So the first part is called uh, the
1: ceremony. This is you naked know, Well, in other countries, it takes place in mostly in churches. Uh Uh, Here, it takes place in parks and all the rest of that. But anyway, uh, that's the ceremony where there are the vows, where the husband and wife, they say, I will love you until I die. And I do. And there's the priest there. Mm -hmm. All right. that's That's the ceremony. And then after the ceremony, there is the reception. And that is usually at a different place. Uh, it is at a, um, yeah, some sort of venue
0: that like accommodates. A hall, like a yeah. hall,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah, just a big space where, like a village hall or something. In this case, it was like kind of almost, t- not attached, but it was very close to the church. It was part of the, because like a big church. It was like a pretty, I was quite surprised. It was like the main church in the whole city. And then they had like a small, like, what do you call it? I don't know, event center or something okay. next door. Pretty basic Like stuff. a reception so, center? Yeah, yeah, but it was nothing fancy. They just had like some some tables set up, and um, so the ceremony itself was actually really nice. I, to be honest, don't usually care about weddings because I usually am not that close to the people getting married. Yeah, this was the first time I actually cared about the people getting married, which is quite nice because it feels a bit more meaningful. Yeah, dismissal Pliny. Um, but I have a my ma- a major issue with getting the giggles you've said so to get the giggles it means when you start laughing and you cannot stop you know like we just cannot even if you really try you can't stop laughing and my friend who's getting married girl called Roseanne, she has the same issue and the night before when i met her we would discuss this we're like we cannot get the giggles at your own wedding you know so i told her like i will sit at the back of the church like on the aisle seat like the seat by the ulichka, you know, so I can like easily leave if I feel it coming. Hmm. So if you hear the door open and close, don't don't worry, it's just me escaping so that I don't ruin your wedding. Okay, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so nervous. I'm going to walk down the aisle and get the giggles." And like, because it's a very serious situation, you know. But I was under control. I was good. I was. They were. They were going through the all the stuff that they do, and then they got to the vows, right, where they say, "Do you, do you, Jack, take this." Roseanne to be your wife, and uh, just before he said "I do," the girl sat next to me. Some random girl. Her stomach made the most loud gurgle right. ever. Can you try and explain a gurgle? The sound your stomach makes.
1: Okay, know. a gurgle is the sound that uh, the sink, the umivadlo, uh-huh. makes when the water is uh, going down
0: it, and it's like. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah, yep. basically, it was huge. It was like a really loud one. I Be- because she was hungry, I yeah, assume. Yeah, uh, but I kept myself. I kept it together. Okay, uh, but the girl next to her did not. Uh-huh. The girl next to her let out one snort. Uh-huh. A snort is that sound that you sometimes make when you're laughing like uncontrollably. But what a pig makes. Yeah, I don't want to try and make the sound because it's. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like that. Okay. So she let let out. She released one snort. Mm -hmm. And our snorts are incredibly um, infective. Infectious. Yes. Infectious. And I was so close to laughing my ass off because it was, like, so tense because it was the I do moment. And then it was, like, the gurgle. Then it was the snort. And I was like, I'm about to lose my shit. Uh But luckily, I held it in for about five seconds. They both said I do. And people started clapping okay. like, thank God I can let the tension out. I think I almost exploded. I think I almost like had internal injuries from not laughing so much. So I almost spontaneously combusted yeah. because of laughter. I couldn't laughter. do it to my friend. You know, I couldn't do that to her. Because you know, uh-huh. I would have felt so ashamed ruining mm. it, you know. And you didn't. I didn't. Good for you. Yeah, I know. I really, I really tried. All right. And yeah, then we, then we went to the reception, and it was really quite nice. the 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 groom's speech was awesome. Apparently, he had been practicing it like for three months, every day in the car. Wow. And you could see it really paid off. Okay, it paid off as viplachit mot to viplachilo Um. During the speeches, they brought out this food, um, but kind of like snack food, finger food. Mm. Finger food. I taught this word this week because I was yeah. telling this story. Well, in French, it's hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh, I like that. What is it?
1: Hors d'oeuvres. And what does it mean? Well, it's finger food. Yep. I, I don't know exactly oh, okay, yeah. uh, what, what uh, the meaning is, but it's the same thing.
0: I think in Czech, it's called something like jednou houpka. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's it like means one, one mouth, mouth for. or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yep. It's like, just like this small little food, you know, and it was vegan. Okay. Cause they're, Cause they're vegans and it was, it came and what I thought it was just like, like kind of like the snack food, like the pre food, you know, the food you just you just snack on whilst, uh, they're doing the speeches and all that stuff. So I tried one thing and it was, you know, it left a little bit to be desired. Mm-hmm. Good callback. Um, And I told some people, oh, I I think I'll wait for the, for the main, the main meal, you know? And then someone whispered to me, this is the main meal. And I was like, what? Oh no. This is all the food? You know? And that was it. It was just like this weird, it was like these like vegan muffins. Okay. But imagine a muffin full of like cucumber and carrots. Yeah. You know, it's not what you dream of when you're a child, is it? No. Cucumber muffin. I went to this beautiful wedding. (laughs) (laughs) My cucumber and carrot muffin. (laughs) <laughs> and then there's like, there like these tiny little like square sandwiches that you have as a child, but just filled with cucumber. Right. And you're like, you can eat them, but it feels like you didn't even have any food. It doesn't even touch the sides. It doesn't even. So that's the roubettes. It doesn't even touch the sides. Yeah. My dad said that when I saw him. And ah! I was like, ah, I'm wrong. Chris was right. They do say it in English. As per usual. <laughs> as per usual. Usage <laughs> <laughs> means usual. Yeah. Um. But other things at the... um reception at the end we went back uh to get some taxis to go back home and we were waiting like in a in like a queue in a fronta for the taxi english people are very violent people by the way we waited for our taxi we were we were the next in line we were the next in the queue and the taxi came but before we could we could even get onto the taxi onto onto the into into. Into the taxi, this girl behind us in the queue, not part of our group, this fat girl, this relevant for the story, okay. this fat girl, started trying to get in our taxi, and me and this other guy were like, "What the fuck? We're next in line. Get out of our fucking taxi!" Yeah, don't jump the queue. <laughs> don't jump the queue, which is przedbiehanołt fronta. Um, don't what you the fuck, you know. And then so, we, but she wasn't getting out. So in the end. It, it was mostly this guy and, and like a little bit me. We had to kind of drag this girl out of the taxi because she was really drunk right. and large. So it took two of us to like drag her out. We're like, get out of our taxi, you know? Mm. And then her friends were like, oh, mate, you want to get down? You know, you want to like... They, they were like basically starting a fight and then my my this guy that I was with, who I didn't know, he started shouting back and he was like, well, oh, fuck you too, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, shit, we're going to get in like a knife fight <laughs> because this girl got in our taxi. Yeah. And, and I was getting a bit like a bit nervous you know uh, in the end we like dragged her out the taxi and we we got in the taxi and for the 20 minute drive back to like the hotel this guy that i was with he would not stop like going on about this girl to go on about means you just keep talking about something he's like oh that fucking fat bitch blah 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 and i would i don't say that kind of these kind of words to people i would never call someone a fucking fat bitch but i had to appreciate his eloquence of how ha- how british people can just swear so fluently like he was swearing about this girl for 20 minutes on the way home i don't think he used the same word twice you know okay and like just the way that he just like slagged her off essentially sure okay it's to slag yeah. someone off you're to gonna s- have to
1: explain that do you want to do it uh, well to slag off is okay to bad mouth is another uh, uh thing to say there is a synonym for that uh, well to speak badly of somebody yeah All right, to insult them and to say that they are a bad person in whatever way uh, that is specific to
0: them. Yeah. So, English people are really good at slacking people off in a creative, fluent, creative way. Yeah, Yeah,
1: well, I I can't remember where I heard this, but maybe it was just one of my friends back home, Uh, but like... You notice this in films like uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and that whole like genre of film. Yeah. Uh, that the dialogue in it is just so crisp. And yeah, the way that people insult each other and the, the, uh, the way that people speak to each other in that, it's, it's so tight, um, especially when compared to most American films. Yeah. Uh, just like American action films. You know, other than Quentin Tarantino, who else is making an action film that has really tight dialogue? And the way that my friend put it, it's like they've just been doing it for longer. Yeah. You know, English people have been speaking English for the longest time, <laughs> so they're really good at uh, at constructing
0: yeah. uh, and uh, constructing a bit of prose. Damn straight. Yeah. Tossipish. Yeah, this is something I feel like I've kind of lost a bit. Oh yeah, something funny that happened at the wedding is. A couple of people came over to me and they were like, oh, so where are you from? And I was like, oh, you know, Somerset, Southwest England. They were like, really? We thought you were foreign. And I was like, get the fuck out of town. What are you talking about? I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, your accent doesn't sound like normal. Okay. They said it sounds like you live in mainland Europe somewhere. Germany or something, and it sounds like you just learned English really, really well. Okay, and they even said because you know you made a couple of small mistakes, um, <gasps> and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, because I do.
1: <laughs> How did that feel as an as an English well, an, as the head as the director of a uh, as an English language
0: teaching school? I'm pretty open about the fact that I make mistakes now because yeah. once you be once you be surrounded. Well, <laughs> Once you're, once you're surrounded by just bad English every day and you're just fixing bad English every day, there's a... A little bit of it seeps in. Mm. Yeah. To
1: seep is similar to the word to leak, which is usually... It's like the other way
0: around, kind of. Uh, it leaks out and seeps in, kind of.
1: No, to seep out. Oh. Something seeps out as yeah, okay, well. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: uh, leak is when, like, uh, uh, say my water bottle uh, is in my bag and it's not, the lid isn't screwed on properly. So, the water can leak out of it. But mm-hmm. kind of another word that you can use is for it to seep
0: out. Right. Uh, so. Slowly, <laughs> slowly leak out. Yeah. But the opposite seep in is it slowly yes. goes in. Yep. yep. Like with the ceiling, if you don't have a very good roof then you can say over time, if it rains a lot, the rain starts kind of seeping in yes, through the, the ceiling. Yep, and the, like moisture seeps in. Yeah, the moisture. Yeah, so this seeps is how in. mold uh, develops in people's mm. uh, people's homes because moisture has seeped in. Yeah. So it can also be metaphorically with the mistakes; they start seeping in. They slowly start going through my sort of defenses, my my ceilings, my walls, yeah. and infecting me. Uh, I do make mistakes and my accent has definitely become much more kind of neutral. Like it's, I would still say it's quite, uh, noticeably English personally. Uh, it's obviously not American. It's not Australian, but it definitely has become a bit more neutral. Mm. Uh, I was joking. Pars- oh, sorry. Go on. No. Uh, well, partially because of, uh, English teaching, I want people to understand me. I, I just started speaking slower naturally. And just when you're away for a long time, it starts kind of losing the, you know, the, I'm mm-hmm. um, from, the South. no, no, wait. wait, wait a second, what's, what's my, English, what's my accent? I'm um, from Somerset, I'm from Somerset, I live on a farm. Is that a Somerset accent? Probably definitely not. Okay, yeah. Probably definitely not. No, that was. I'm not good at accents.
1: Okay, then. I've noticed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. I I still try, though.
1: Um, I I got a bit of a trim yesterday. I got. uh, Oh, nice. You got got the sides done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Just the sides. Yeah. And the barber asked me uh, where I'm from. And I I always, if I don't jump the gun, um, I ask them where they think I am from. Uh Uh, And rarely do I get Australia. Uh, People will say everywhere else other than Australia. They'll say America. He said America, but I get Britain. I get Canada. Um, Rarely I get New Zealand, but I'm
0: very, 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 uh, yeah. But he's probably Czech, right? Yep, he was and I feel like foreign foreigners, you know, non native speakers have a bit of an issue telling where accents are from. Yeah. 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 For know. sure.
1: Yeah. Um, but then. OK, uh, I, I ended up having this same sort of discussion with him that my uh, accent and we might have talked about this before. So listeners, forgi- forgive us if we have. Uh, but I my my accent is also very neutral. Mm. Um, As far as Australian accents go, uh, my accent is very neutral. It always has been. Um, Even in Australia, my Australian accent belongs to the, let's say the least strong style uh, of Australian accents. There are three main Ah. kinds of Australian accents. Okay. And mine belongs to the, the most neutral one. And then, Uh, It just got even more neutral after coming here because I had to take the edge off it so that people could understand me.
0: Huh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of, I find it kind of funny that they, I was like, isn't it obvious that I'm one of you? Right. You know?
1: I got that as well
0: from Australians when I was
1: working at the hostel. We had a lot of Australian guests. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, partly because I'm not white and uh, Australians are very like, they have very black and white pun sort of intended uh, ideas of race and belonging. Um, And unless you're like white Australian, it's like, oh yeah, but you're not Australian. Australian, it's like I was born in Williamstown. You know, like this is the, I, I am born here. I have an Australian passport. I grew up here. I'm just as Australian as any of you are. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Were you born there? yeah, I was born in Williamstown. I okay. was born in Australia like, right. uh, and, and spent my whole time growing up there. I knew uh-huh. nothing else other than, uh, other than them, okay. uh, other than, other than Australia. But again, mm. unless you are like third, fourth generation mm. and like a white Australian, mm. it's like, oh yeah, but you're not really Australian. Uh, and then, you know, uh, th- having like not a terribly strong Australian accent, Uh, just here's a nice word that I really like. It just exacerbates that. Exacerbates. Yes. Makes Uh, it worse. Yeah. It's
0: horshit. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, trying to think. Only other news I have is I'm going to Spain in three weeks. All right. Not for long, just for four or five nights. All right. Well, Um, that is very British of you, holidaying in Spain. Yeah, I know. I've never been. Okay. I've never been, I've been to Mallorca twice or three times, but that's like a, an island, you know. I've never been to mainland Spain. Um, but a friend of mine went to, went on Erasmus there in this city called um, Granada. Okay. Granada? Not... I think it's Grenada. Okay. Could be. I, yeah. I, it, I've never if, heard it. So I, I, I
1: heard that from Frasier. So. Okay. If I'm wrong,
0: I can blame Kelsey grammar. And what attracted me to this place is my friend told me that they have very good wine i I like wine that's good it's about one euro 80 for a glass of wine but it comes with for free a small plate of tapas okay but apparently quite a nice decently sized plate of like real food and she told me after like three of these plates so three wines which you get a little bit tipsy and a bit of food you're kind of full up and you're good okay all right sweet wait so that's like about five dollars, yeah, five, yeah. five euros. Yeah. You got food, you got three wines, happy days. Apparently the tapas scene there is really good. Oh, I mean, well, that's where it originated. Oh, do you mean this place specifically? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, Yeah, in this place, it's supposed to be really, really good because it's not, it's like not by the coast. So it's not as like sort of touristy. Okay. Um, But yeah, apparently it's got, it's got like good food, good music. So I'm going to go there for, I think, four nights, I think, and just eat and drink my way to happiness okay yeah good for you and it's quite cheap so i was like yeah so i think i might do it but we're, we're gonna have one more episode before i go there anyway so in a couple of episodes episode 21 i can share that story
1: good we'll how about cool you too. any holidays planned no, of course not no. No. No, okay. no 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 all right
0: all right so should we get into our learning part of the episode chris please? sure let's so start. uh for new listeners each episode we have about about 45 minutes to an hour of kind of chats and learning new words like we've done today, like finger food and slag off. (laughs) That's quite a good word. It's very native. Hey mate, you're fucking slagging me off. Yeah. But if you go to England, you will hear that. Yes. I guess for me, that feels quite a British one. Slag off. Do you say it as well? Um, I don't think Americans would.
1: Uh, it is in an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, okay. uh, in, in a uh, potential future where Bart is a rock star, he uh, he, he he throws a bottle at future Millhouse and tells him to slag off in Australia. Uh, but yeah, it's like so like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then in Australia, um, slag is first of all saliva uh, and Sla- slanina, mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, and then a slag. Is it? She's. Like it would be a word for a sexually promiscuous woman.
0: Yeah. We have that as well. A slag is like a, um, not a prostitute. A slag is a, as a girl who sleeps with lots of guys. Yep. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Then that's, I think that's the main way that Australians would use it. You slag. (laughs) Do you have that?
0: Uh, You fucking slag. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, for new listeners, so we have this chat time doing some new words for about half, uh, 45 minutes, an hour. And for the last 15 minutes, we do our words of the week, which is the favorite our favorite words that we've taught this week. Just uh, I choose one, Chris chooses one. Our favorite words that we taught this week. And we also uh, teach a little chinglish topic, like how to fix a common check mistake. So we're going to get into that now. So we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back in a couple seconds for our Words of the Week and Chinglish and Useful Things. All right, guys, we're back. Um, Nice little break there. Um, One of Chris's students apparently is Sonia from Pfizer, is enjoying the uh, podcast. So thank you, Sonia. Thank you for listening, Sonia. And no, I'm not dating the person you thought I was dating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So it's words of the week time. Chris, do you want to start us off? What do you have for us? What's your word of the week? Uh, My word of the week is uh, uznat,
1: which is to give credit. To give credit yeah uh, So to give credit uh, means just to say that like yeah, a person did something and it was a good thing mm-hmm. and you recognize that uh, mm-hmm. as being a good thing. Yeah. So um, uh, we've got a new te- let's say we have a new teacher and uh, they're doing a great job and you' say Jacob is getting excellent feedback saying, oh yeah, my, my, my teacher is amazing. I love her so much and she's great. Then you would say, yeah, we have to give credit to this new teacher for, uh, for doing such a wonderful job.
0: I like this word quite a lot, but I have to be honest, sorry. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest. It's one of those words that when I'm trying to teach it, I kind of forget how I actually use it in real life. Like, would you say, give credit to that teacher? Or give that guy some credit? Both. I, both? Okay. And then it would go with, for me, I think I say it with preposition for. Like, oh man, you, you have to really give him credit for yep. being so brave, you know, just to just stand up there and give that presentation to 5,000 people. Sure. You really have to give him credit for that. Yep. So th- I think for me, that's probably the most natural way I would say Give someone credit for something. I agree. Yeah? Yep. So let's... Chris, what would you give me credit for? And I'll do one for you as well. Okay.
1: Uh, I give you credit for, well, speaking of uh, of, of bravery, like having such unbuttoned, uh, so many shirts unbuttoned. <laughs> oh, like geez. Halfway fucking more,
0: down your chest, mate. way you... more slutty than I realized. <laughs> oh, I did not notice it was like that. Oh. <laughs> Because earlier, when I was moving, I was standing up. I was moving around, and when you stand up, it's kind of like more or less together. Like, uh-huh. oh Jesus Christ. I said, oh, it's too late now.
1: Yeah, I give you credit for bravely bearing your chest. Uh, Yeah,
0: this is, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. You'll just have to watch it on YouTube. You can also watch this on YouTube. Go to Speak Like Me on YouTube. There's also a link in the podcast notes. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just click on it. You'll see the the YouTube link. I am very slutty today. (laughs) I've got my legs out. You do. Nice pins, mate. What does that mean? pins that's a
1: very british and australian obviously so pins uh is a well synonym for legs is it yeah pins because it's like they're pin
0: shaped they're long straight narrow no idea all right yeah well i've got my pins out i've got my my knees out because i've got these um these what they called um pre-worn jeans oh they're so gross uh jeans with holes in them holy jeans no um isn't ripped, it? yeah, ripped, ripped jeans. When I bought them, they were not like this. They okay. were like way more together. Together. I only wear them on days that, like, I just don't care anymore. I've okay. sort of given up with life, you know. All right. And, that, and that's kind of because also it's hot today. It's April. What? What is it? Fourteenth. It's like the first. No, not the first. But a really hot day today. Twenty-one degrees. <laughs> oh my God, that's so fucking British
1: it's really hot it's 21 degrees in comparison
0: to the last eight months of two degrees every day sure so like i'm I'm aware it's not like super hot but like (coughs) in comparison to what we've had it is hot it's Um, warm warm is a nice uh, word to use yeah Um, it's warm but you know i was just in the office today i didn't really care yeah oh this is bad though isn't it oh my god (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Chris, for subjecting you to my to my chest hair for the last. Not hour at all. It's fine. I can't believe you didn't say something.
1: Well, I thought it was intentional. I thought it was on purpose. Not that much. Okay, I, I would not do that much. On would, I'm
0: sure we've talked about this on the podcast before,
1: where you like <laughs> undoing your top a little bit, yeah, undoing I do. your buttons. I
0: do, but I didn't. But this shirt is particularly bad. Mm. Oh, I'm a five. I am i do not care. <laughs> <fine>. You, <laughs> you, you can come have, this far. you can handle it. Yeah. It's so weird. I, I think th- we've seen each other in our underwear before. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to complain about. Mm-hmm. All right. So what was your words To give credit. Yeah. For. And usually it is used in the form to give someone
1: credit for something. And you said you would give me credit for something.
0: Yeah. So uh, often it goes together with like, you have to. And it was like, kind of like you're like admitting. Yes. That you're like, yeah, you know, I don't agree with everything that Chris does, but I have to give him credit for um okay i have, have to think something now um <laughs> i have to to give and this is this is a real one i have to give chris credit for um being consistently so uh, so loved by his students oh because um you know some teachers occasionally they're like I, I love this guy you know but not all the time but with chris it's very consistently like i love chris chris is the best so, I have to give you credit, Chris, for be just uh, doing such a great job consistently. Okay. All right. That is the word there. Yeah. Yeah. A- always good feedback. All right. Always. I'm very happy to hear. Yeah. I had to really think of something there. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah, that's on what that I one. To say. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, my word of the week for this week is to have to do with. Okay. Which. Not done before, I checked. Maybe we mentioned it before, but not as a word of the week. To have to do with is used all of the time. And in Czech, it can be either meet spoliczneho or soviset so Czech people do not say this, instead, they say like connected to. They were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like my bad mood today is not connected to you. It's connected to this stuff that's happening at home. Would you agree that sounds a bit weird? Not natural at all. It's not. It's not natural. It makes sense. We understand it. But there's lots of similar words in English, like to be attached, to be connected, um, to be related to, which would be better, but to have to do with is definitely the best one for connecting to topics together two things to have to do with so it's always like something has to do with something so you could say something like i'm sorry uh, chris my my weird mood today that's the first thing my weird mood negative doesn't have anything to do with you it has to do with this crazy stuff that happened in england sure So something has to do with something. Mm -hmm. I know it can feel a bit confusing, but uh, if it's singular, then we use has, obviously. If it's plural, we say have. So plural could be like um, these recent changes have nothing to do with um, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. They have to do with uh, structural changes in the company or something. Sure, yeah. Um, Little pro tip here is if you want to say how much they are connected then you put the word after the word have. So you would say it has a little bit to do with my uh, family relationships or our price increases have almost nothing to do with the uh, Russia situation, but they have a lot to do with um, inflation in the Czech Republic or whatever, making stuff up. But sure. You ha- something has to do with something. Yeah. You'll hear me and Chris, I'm sure I say this a lot in future episodes and we'll, I'll try and keep um, mentioning it, but it's a really nice little topic.
1: Definitely. Yep. And you'll even hear it in, oh, I, can't, I can't remember who sung it. Was it Janet Jackson? I don't think so. Uh, but there's a song, What's Love Got To Do With It? What's love got to do? Got, got to, to do with it?
0: <laughs> yep. That's it. And so that is using oh, got point. to yeah, uh, instead of have. Point. Mm-hmm. But, and that's because- And that's a really good point. I'm really glad you mentioned that. So remember, have, the word have, like I have a car, can always be nearly always be replaced with have got. I have got a car. Same meaning, but have got sounds a bit more informal, a bit more um, natural, not natural, but a bit bit more informal. Um, So you can do the same here. Rather than saying it has to do with, you can say it has got to do with. Mm -hmm. And then the it has would contract to it's it's got to do with which is a bit confusing because usually it's is it is mm-hmm. but you don't say it is got you say it has got so it's got to do with um our price increases or something yep what has love got to do with it what's love got to do, <laughs> got to do with it good song Ah, oh, it's stuck in my head that's great That's a great song. I love that. All right. So, um, yeah, I have to do with my word of the week. All right. Shall we go on to Chinglish and Useful Things for this week? Let's do it. It's a pretty nice one. Our Chinglish and Useful Things for this week, which comes from our Chinglish and Useful Things course, which you can find on our website, speaklikeme.cz. Click on online courses and Chinglish and Useful Things. That's where we get all the stuff from this podcast. The one for this week is to talk about moods. Moods because in Czech you say, Mam dobro na ladu, which would translate directly to, I have a good mood, which does not exist. What do we say in real life, Chris? We say, I am in a good mood. Exactly. So we don't say, I have a good mood, we say, I am in a good mood. And we say, a, because it's like some random, some general mood. I'm in a good mood. Yep. I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a weird mood. There's always something general. Yep. And if you want to know the mood that someone else is in, you would use what kind of. What kind of mood are you in? Because we're in a mood. So in questions, you put that preposition on the end. It's called a hanging preposition. So Chris, what kind of mood are you in today? Uh, I'm in a great mood today. I've
1: been in a great mood for the past couple of weeks. I think I know why. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Cheers to that! <laughs> Cheers to good moods. Ah, uh, I wish I was in such a similar mood. How'd you ask me? Uh, well, what kind of a mood are you in? What kind of mood are you in, Jacob? To be honest, I'm in a slightly melancholy mood. Oh, there's a fancy word, melancholy. Um, melancholy, which I feel like I'm saying wrong. Melancholy. Me- thank Not you. Not melancholy.
2: Oh god,
0: <laughs> the cringe! Oh, the cringe is high. Oh, bad. Okay. Uh melancholy. Yes. Means like just a bit down, a bit not not depressed, but just like not really seeing the bright side of life, you know. It's um, it's a synonym, it's a synonym for sad. You
1: yeah. can describe okay, like A a nice way of describing songs is not sad, but melancholy. And in fact, uh, a great album by 90s alt rock band The Smashing Pumpkins is called Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. But it's melon, like the fruit, and then collie, like the dog. Uh, But yeah, melancholy. Okay, because like the Smashing Pumpkins have some very very melancholy, sad, uh, songs.
0: Hmm. Okay,
1: which I was obsessed with. I was so obsessed the with the band them. is w- called S- Smashing Pumpkins.
0: The Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing. Smashing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not with the G re- removed. Smashing. No. No. Okay. It's smashing. Okay. Smashing Pumpkins really sounds like a, a sex thing. Uh, do you think? I don't know. Smashing pumpkins. Yeah, Sounds but like if a it's tip-picking. the
1: Smashing Pumpkins, right. this is like the British expression for smashing and pumpkins. So <laughs> they're <Smash>. great pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm in a slightly melancholy mood, but nothing too bad. I'm in an. Okay. okay. I'm in a, I am in an okay mood. Okay. Um, so that's the first thing with mood. I'm in a mood. What kind of mood are you in? Um, second one is if you want to know. S- if you want to say like, why you're in a mood, why you have that, why you have that mood, it's bad English word, why you have that mood, we use put, we say like, things like, um, this podcast always puts me in a good mood, so you still have the in a good mood, but now we say the word put, put me, puts me, so this podcast usually, and this is true, usually puts me in a better mood. Yeah. If I'm feeling a bit melancholy, then I come on the podcast with Chris and afterwards I feel better. Because oh. we have a good joke. We mess around. Have a bit of banter. Have a bit of bants. Yep. And we have a couple of whiskeys <laughs> and it puts me in a better mood. Right. So as a question, you would say things like, what puts you in a good mood, Chris? Uh, going to the gym. Uh,
1: genuinely, I... Um... Okay, well, actually, I should say not going into the gym for a certain amount of time puts me in a bad mood. Uh Or maybe,
0: and I could say it puts me in an anxious mood. Because you feel like your body is going to shit or because of something else? Uh...
1: Definitely because I feel like my body's going to shit. Uh, But also because like I'm not doing something that I usually do. Yeah. Uh, So when you're not doing something that you usually like, I mean, smokers feel anxious after not having a cigarette because they're not doing their habit. Uh, I feel anxious because I'm not going to the gym and doing the thing that I do. Uh, So yeah, going to the gym puts me uh, in a good mood. (laughs) Um, Listening to certain music really puts me in a good mood. Um, and, uh, yeah, watching certain, uh, watching certain things puts me in a good mood. What about you, Jacob? What puts you in a good mood?
0: What puts me in a good mood? Um, hanging out with cool people puts me in a good mood. Um, strangely teaching English lessons usually puts me in a good mood. Okay. Obviously not like all of them, uh, Uh, but with the vast majority of people that I teach, it puts me in a better mood than I was in before. Because sometimes I'm really not in the mood for teaching, you know, just like, I just don't want to deal with people right now. I want to be sat on the sofa with a glass of wine, watching something depressing, you know? (laughs) Because sometimes when you're in a bad mood, in a weird way, you kind of want to be in it. Because misery loves company. Yeah, but there's no company. That's just me and the TV. But like, well, I suppose, like,
1: the... uh, No, I guess you're right. But... Like it follows on. Yeah. Like if if somebody is in a bad mood sometimes, yeah, you do want to continue being in a bad mood. Just
0: like, just let me be, just let me be depressed for like four hours and just watched Hannibal or something, Uh which is great or whatever. But dark, grim. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, But so usually teaching English lessons puts me in a good mood. Um, Chris, what's something that like always without fail puts you in a bad mood? Missing public transport connections. <laughs> Easy. And this is really? one of the reasons why okay.
1: I am so apprehensive about apprehensive is a uh- Yeah, same as anxious, yeah. uh, Why I'm so apprehensive about going back to teaching in person because that involves uh, using public transport a Mm. lot. And public transport here in Prague is amazing. It's so good. Uh, But I have been spoiled by it. And now if I need to wait, if I just miss a public transport connection, and then I have to wait seven whole minutes to get the next it's one. It's funny
0: how it like it's so um like seven minutes feels like a long time or eight minutes. Or, yeah. Because like it's all relative. Like when I was in England and I was like waiting for the train, it was a 10 minute wait. And I was like 20 sw- minutes in Australia in like in Melbourne. Okay. Well, yeah. my connection was a 10 minute wait. And I was mm. like, sweet. Only 10 minutes. Nice. Whereas if that was in the Metro, I'd be like, what the fuck? 10 minutes.
1: That's yeah. Awful. What is this? Sunday at 11 p.m.? Yeah. Awful. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, oh, what puts me in a yeah, bad mood? Right, right. Yeah. So missing
0: public transport. Yeah.
1: What about you? What immediately
0: puts you in a bad mood, Jake? Um, that's a good question. Oh, I know. Uh, if I find out that a student or a teacher, but mostly a student, is not happy with their lessons, okay, that instantly puts me in a bad mood, which is not healthy because the more and more students we get. You know, you can't make everyone happy. Yeah. Like right now we have like, I don't know, 160 to 200 students around that. And they are mostly happy. But occasionally you get one or two like, oh, this was rubbish. I do not like this. Mm. Not often at all. Very rarely. But when it happens, it puts me in a bad mood for the whole day, to be honest with you. Right. Which is not healthy, for sure. Because I should not be so easily affected by that. Sure. But I do have this desire for everyone to be happy with their English lessons. Yeah, of course. You know, you pay quite good money, you should be happy, you know? So that's something that puts me in a bad mood. So okay. we got I'm in a mood. I'm in a good mood. Something puts me in a good mood. And you, mm-hmm. in the question you say, what puts you in a good mood. Um and if you want to know why there's no do or does there, like what does put you, then you can get our essential English course on our website. Chapter two is all about making questions and you learn these kind of questions like what puts you in a good mood, what annoys you and you can find out about how to use that. Um, last thing with moods is if you want to talk about a specific mood, like one specific mood, uh, in Czech this would be like Mom, na, uh, kokat na telku. You say in Czech, like I have the taste for watching TV. In English we say I'm in the mood for watching TV. The reason we have the now is because now it's about one specific mood. It's not like a general mood. Like I'm in a good mood. I'm in a weird mood. It's a specific mood. It's about watching TV. I'm in the mood for watching TV. And you
1: actually said it before when saying that sometimes you are not in the mood for teaching. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And now this is uh, where this is the this is
0: the point where I might make Jacob a little bit angry. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Okay, wait. I'm glad you that you prefaced that. To preface is to say something before you say something because now I'm prepared mentally. Okay, then all right. You're emotional. Give it to me, Chris. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So I'm ready.
1: Jacob uh, says um, to be in the mo- in the mood for something. Uh, like I'm not in the mood for teaching, but I would argue
0: that okay. you can say I'm not in the mood to teach. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm
1: not in the mood to teach today. <sighs>
0: Yeah. I'm honestly relieved. I was ready to be <laughs> like enraged by what you were going to say in case I disagreed with it grammar-wise. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm fine, cool with that. Yeah. There's always there's often multiple ways to express the same thing. For me, it definitely sounds better to say for teaching just because in English, we do tend to like ing sounds. Yep. Uh, I'm not in the mood for teaching. But yeah, you can also say I'm not in the mood and then infinitive verb to teach. Yep.
1: Because mood uh, is a noun, and nouns are followed
0: by infinitive. Yep. But if you want, you can also follow it by its preposition, which is for, and then it's with ing. Chris, we stuck to all the rules which exist. We don't break anything. That's it. Nice. Chris, what are you in the mood for doing this evening? I am in the mood for a burger, for one thing. I'm nice. really in the mood for burgers. That's a good uh, point, right by now. the way. It's not always with verbs. You can just say, I'm mood for something. Yep. I'm in the mood for a burger. Me too.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so I've already used the word. I'm in the mood for burgers. I've, I've used the word for, so I am going to stick with for and say I'm also in the mood for watching a series that I've uh, uh, that I've been watching.
0: I'll because, ask you what that is in a second. Yep. But firstly, this is such a good point about when you say the the uh, preposition for, you said burgers, but you can keep going with other things afterwards. But remember that, like for. Preposition right, for is a preposition. So if it's followed by a verb, it will be with ING. This is from our essential English course. So if you say any verbs afterwards, they will be with ING. Mm. So I'm in the mood for a burger and watching with ING and watching this series. Mm-hmm. What's the show?
1: Uh, okay. If you don't mind my asking. No, not at all. Um, it's not really a show, uh, although it kind of is. Okay. it's 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 a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Uh, that is uh, played by, uh, let's say, professional—not professional, but like, like the actors—or um, uh, oh my god, what is it, like a comedy sketch uh, improv. Yeah, improv uh, comedians or improv actors, uh-huh. and uh, the uh, the dungeon master is like has done it his whole
0: life, and so it's very high production value uh, as well. So wait. They're, like, playing Dungeons & Dragons, but it's being filmed? Yes. And the players are not actual normal players. They're also actors. Or, yeah, I mean, like, they're a group of friends. They're all friends with but each other. Like but they're, like, legit actors? Yes. Yeah. So it's not, like, real? They're kind of faking it? Like- no,
1: no. This is, like... They're, like, they're actors in another, like, in other projects.
0: Oh, 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 okay, I get you. I get you. So they're not acting on this. No. Right, okay, I get it. I get no. it.
1: But it does help when they need to play their character. Right. Uh, they can act as the I mean like so yeah, effectively yes, they are acting because they're acting as their character that they right. are role playing as because Dungeons and Dragons is a
0: role playing game, so they play the role that they have. have. Have you made any progress with your arranging your game that I'm hopefully going to get invited to?
1: Uh a little. Like I've I've just needed to I've 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 just been like reading through the okay. uh, reading through the book. So this, um,
0: reading through the book. So this is your first time ever playing?
1: uh no 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 no. i've I've played as a as a player character uh before but only three times uh in two different um uh, in two different uh campaigns uh and this time around i will be the
0: dungeon master yeah pretty exciting yeah to be honest uh the only thing I know about Dungeons and Dragons is from watching things shows like Big Bang Theory, yep. where they just like discuss it for like thirty seconds. Mm. I know there's the master, the dungeon master. I know there's the different players, and you roll the dice, and there's like you have to like come up. It's a lot of imaginary stuff, right? It's a lot of imagination. It's very, very heavy on imagination. uh, And that's
1: why this is so good is because they're all improv uh, 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 people that have like practiced it and studied it. So they're really good at improvising
0: uh, and acting. Not gonna lie. Like I am interested to try it and please still do invite me because I would definitely come. Um, But I do expect it to be a bit weird. Uh, because it's not really my normal thing, mm. you know. To be like, let's imagine that I'm a troll, and mm-hmm. well, you won't be a troll. You'll be fighting a
1: troll. Uh, You'll be a, 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 human, oh, you uh, a human fighter or an elf wizard okay. or a half. How rogue. long do they usually like go on for these games? As long as the people want. Like, oh, okay. So, the, well, the ones that yep. I watch, um, it's like two hours, two and a
0: half, up to three. So you, you you sit and watch people playing it for two hours
1: at a time. Jeez. and like so that's that's one episode okay uh and then the 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 season will be like 18 episodes long yeah i really Jeez. like i plummeted down this rabbit hole so to plummet
0: <laughs> is to drop very very quickly yeah like the sales of this plummeted this year
1: yeah mm-hmm. wow uh, okay yeah 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 so that is what i am in the mood for i'm in the mood for burgers and i'm in the mood for watching the latest episode of a starstruck Op- odyssey a starstruck odyssey available
0: on dropout see i never even know how to drop out am i getting old or I'm not old because you're older than me but i'm just getting out i'm getting disconnected i'm out of touch mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's a that's a really good word yeah out of touch is what i just described when you no longer know about like the new things that are coming yeah. out like you know, Snapchat. TikTok, I if, so you, if you have, if you I have no idea. I was about to say Snapchat, that's already old. Yeah, yeah, that's already. I, I, and I don't even know how that works. Mm-hmm. Out so out if,
1: if you if you are like, oh my God, TikTok and the kids that they're, they're on the TikTok these days, out of touch. I'm out of touch. Like I I am uh, uh, completely out of touch with TikTok. I, are
0: you? I have no idea about TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. But like, you know about like the new music that's coming out, don't you? A little bit like in in certain areas like radio.
1: I have no idea what's popular on the radio these days. (laughs) I don't know what's popular only in the Czech Republic. I don't know what's popular only in Australia, in the US. I don't know what's popular like at all. Is Ariana Grande still big? I don't know.
0: Is she still hot? Uh, Probably. Probably. Yeah. Can I tell you a quick story? Go on. It's not like even a story, but you know, so I'm turning 29 next month, right? which means I'm turning 30 in a year. Mm. And I started having all these like, basically a turning 30 crisis. Mm. Did you go through the same or not? Kind of, yeah. 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 Like a crisis crisis, but just like, just like realization, oh shit, I'm actually going to be 30 a year from now. I don't feel ready. I don't feel like I am. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that kind of sounds old. Just like, because I was thinking like, if I go on a date, because I went on these, a couple of dates the last few weeks with this really nice girl, but she's 23, just turned 23. And I'm imagining like, telling her friends, like, oh, hey, I'm 30. I'm like, that sounds so much older than I actually am or how I feel. I'm turning 33 this year, dude. How do you imagine how I feel? You're turning 30 next year. I'm turning 33 this year. And do you feel any any different now than you did when you were 29?
1: I don't know. I mean, look, everybody does because, like, between turning... um, Between turning 30 and here, like, COVID happened. So, everybody's a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, that aged us all uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm fucking turning 33 this year, dude. Dude. It's brutal. Like, I'm 33. Like, I think, yeah, the Czech Republic specifically has this, like, um, idea or attitude about it. It's not as well known in Western, uh, uh, I think, in Anglo countries, but- it sort of is that thirty three is like so that's the age that Jesus died. Oh yeah, and it is seen as the age at which a man is supposed to, like, have his life together. It's supposed it? to be 33? like yeah. Oh yeah, like okay. got you know the the wife, family, yes. the kids, the house, the I'm car. Sure. I've got none of that.
0: Yeah, but you had some dates with your yeah with your lady. Yes. Um, can I ask how old she is, or is that, is that also private? Uh,
1: she is a little bit younger than me. I'll say that.
0: Okay. Yeah. But not like 10 years. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, the point was with this 23 uh, year old, she's super nice, but she um, kind of invited me to this. I slightly invited myself, but she also invited me to this music festival, Mayales. Have you heard okay. of it? Mm-hmm. Mayales. It's this music festival that takes place every year in. Uh, any Airport. Okay. Um it's like Czech bands. It's a Czech festival. Okay. The main acts this year are what's his name? Bank. Marek Marek Zratseni. Okay. And Mirai. Right. Mirai is actually my favourite Czech band. Okay. Uh little titbit of information about me. tit Tidbit. Tid tidbit. Fuck! Yeah. My English is awful. tit <laughs> <Melancholy>, Titbit. <laughs> I'm so messed up. But But the only Czech artist that I know is Ben Christopher, And that's it. Oh yeah. I've heard about that guy. Um, But anyway, she invited me and I was like, so she's going with her friends. They're all from like her school friends. And they're Mm. all like 22 and 23. And I was just like, seven of these friends, 22, 23. And then me, 29 by that point. I'm like, I feel old for the first time in my life. I think I would feel genuinely just a bit weird, you know? Would you feel weird in that situation? Sure. That you're the only one, even if it's only six years older, you're the only one that's old. Yep. You know? Yeah.
1: And she's yeah. going to be like to her friends. Yeah. Oh, he's my, he's my older
0: boyfriend she wouldn't say that that's not boyfriend by the way okay Misha, sure if you're listening it's not boyfriend okay worry.
1: sure that was my assumption that's on me that's on me my bad okay jacob mind. didn't say that i said that and i
0: was mistaken that's on me chris i don't mind about this kind of stuff it's fine it's fine. all right i think it's uh we've come to the end mm-hmm. um so if you were listening for the first time and you listened the whole way through Thank you much, Lee. Mm,
2: Thank thank you very very much. much.
0: Oh, that reminds... Oh, it's a shame this is not my iPad. Oh, my God. I can't do it. Um, Because I wanted to, like... I thought it's really quite nice if each episode we do, like, little shout-outs for the people that donated some money to us. Okay, we've had a couple of donors. um, I think since the last episode we had one, but it was a big one. It was a 20 euro donation. (laughs) big boy that's a get, big boy dono i don't want to get his i don't get his name wrong but i think it was rudolph okay but that's just like a based on a vague memory in my head of thinking oh this dude really all right puts out um all right well thank you for being an oiler yeah rudolph. you led Shammer? <laughs> yeah good callback if you you have a long time listener. Yeah, you'll um, just have to go back and listen to the episodes. So to thank us. you so much, whoever that was. <laughs> I forgot who it was. I think it was Rudolph. All right. We'll um, shout you out next episode for sure. So yeah, if you would like, you can donate us some cash on buymeacoffee.com forward slash speak like me, which is the name of our little school. And you can give us uh, a euro a month or the, the standard is five, uh, just like a one-off. Or you can give 10 or 15 or 20. But personally, I think that's crazy. Like I would never give 20 euros to a podcast. I would have to be like deeply in love with the person doing the podcast uh-huh. and think that I have a chance with them. <laughs> uh, but but really like one euro is fine. We'd really appreciate it. We use it to, um, we're saving up for our trip to Australia next year where we're going to do episode 50 from the beach in Australia in Gold Coast. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Um, And we also use it to buy uh, whiskey for this podcast to keep ourselves fresh and interesting for you. So you can head there to donate us a bit of cash if you would like. Um, You can also, um, actually, Chris, can I give my little announcement? Go on. Knock yourself out. That's in my list as well. Oh, Oh, we had that last time. Did we? Oh, it was episode three Mm -hmm. because I'm going through all the episodes again, Finally, putting them in order in the podcast app. Okay. Oh, God, it's taking a long time, because I have to listen to every episode again, and we've done like <laughs> 18 already, writing down every word and translation, and getting it checked, and putting it in the app. Poor you. <sighs> Poor me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, long story short, um, so you know, when we started this podcast, it was English for Czech people, and I had this grand idea that all of our online stuff will be called English for Czech people. But our school is called Speak Like Me, and I decided... Well, not so, but we talked about it and it's a bit confusing having the two names. So, everything else has gone back to Speak Like Me. And so, we did a bit of polling on LinkedIn and Instagram. And people said that it would be, would be better if everything was called Speak Like Me to avoid any confusion. So, I think it does make sense that everything's got one name, one name to remember. It's a bit sad. We're going to lose the English checkable name, but that will still be like in the uh, the description and it will be in the podcast artwork. We're going to have some fancy new artwork for our podcast, which you'll see in a few episodes. Um, so we're going to be changing the name to the Speak Like Me, Speak like Me podcast. And uh, it's going to be great. Everything's going to stay the same. We're going to have beautiful artwork. We're going to change it on episode 25 so that you've got some time to get used to it and we can mention it in each episode. But everything will be called Speak Like Me all right maybe um on episode 25 maybe we can really crack out the whiskey and have like a a tearful farewell to the name all right have a proper send-off sure let the tears flow get Uh the emotions out you know it will be oh no i've forgotten the word cathartic cathartic yeah would you mind sure
1: uh so catharsis uh is the noun and cathartic is the adjective and it talks about a like a, a, a very satisfying release of emotions yeah so you know like yelling uh, like at someone which yeah. is bad um, or something can be very cathartic no thank you um, crying sometimes can be very cathartic oh, yeah. and perhaps that's why you like when you like are in a melancholy mood you want to continue uh, being sad because it is cathartic smashing plates yeah. being destructive that can be very I cathartic I would love to go
0: those, one of those places where you just like to get just destroy room. yes like, that yeah. looks awesome it does it team looks, building future mm- team building that's Sounds awesome. You've committed now. Make it happen. <laughs> okay. Sounds quite fucking expensive, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Destroying like seven rooms. Um okay, so uh yeah, if you would like to email us, you can email us at any questions you've got about English grammar, vocab, any weird stuff that you saw on a TV show, or personal questions for me, Chris, at podcast at speaklikeme.cz it's very weird chris we've not had any emails about like questions honestly for like 10 episodes oh what's that about i don't know is it the fact that it's like the email is at speak like me i don't know but i would really like some so would i and some comments yeah on the youtubes because our listeners are growing and growing listener base not our listeners themselves Um, Yeah, so we would be happy to answer any of your questions, so please email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. If you like us and you'd like to learn more English with us, you can get our cool stuff on our website. We have some awesome video courses, um, which take you from knowing pretty much nothing to speaking fluent English in a nice step-by-step organised plan with our trademark concise and fun approach. We've got two courses right now called Essential English, which is like all of English grammar rules explained clearly for Czech people. And we also have English and Useful Things, which is kind of the stuff we're doing in this podcast, like how to use worth and used to. And today, what was it today? Uh, in a mood. <laughs> or I was like. All this useful, practical stuff. And you can get the whole course organized from beginning to end on our website, speaklikeme.cz. You can get all the vocab for this episode and all of the other vocab that exists in the Speak Like Me app, which is also going to have a nice update soon with a nice new icon. It's going to look sexy. It's going to be great. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so not only do we have all the vocab from these podcasts in there, but we also have all of our kind of essential vocab, like I think around the top right now, about 800 words that like intermediate and advanced speakers should know. Also beginner stuff is on there as well. And then we have this podcast for our listening practice. And we love our podcast listeners, Chris, right? Absolutely. Every single one of you. Every single one. I'm being way more PC now, right? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm not calling them creepos anymore. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've really toned it down. I'm <laughs> growing as a person. Um, if you would like to learn in person with us, that's also possible. You can come to our public evening classes taught by... Some of our lovely Speak Like Me teachers um, in small groups, learning cool stuff. You can go to the website again for that. Uh, and also, we have our holidays Speak Like Me holidays, which I forgot to mention last time. But still on, still on. Um, we're looking for, <laughs> we're looking for, sounds desperate. But uh, we're taking 12 people, 12 to 16 people to Mallorca for a month in the beginning of August for seven days in a super swanky nice hotel um it's going to be english lessons in the morning with our awesome team with me and chris is going to be there and a couple of other teachers as well we're gonna have a super nice program for you teaching our favorite stuff and in the afternoon it's chill time it's holiday time go to the beach read a book go hiking go cycling whatever it's right by the beach really nice hotel uh, breakfast and dinner is included Uh, Also, flights are included and travel insurance. Pretty big deal. It's all taken care of. The only extra thing you have to pay for is drinks and lunch. And the cost is 24,000 crowns per person. You can find out all the information on speaklikeme.cz forward slash holidays. Um, Chris, are you pumped?
1: For the holiday? Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, oh yeah sorry Yeah, um, very very keen for the holiday yeah we're still looking for new people we've got a few people signed up so far okay nice um, not as many as I had expected but come also, on, join us. that's because I've been lazy as not lazy I've been busy as hell with all this other stuff with our new clients and I've not been advertising it as I should but it's going to be good quality it's going to be fun if you would like to come you're very welcome more than welcome yeah lastly you can find us on YouTube we speak like me Instagram, Speak Like Me Prague. Facebook, Speak Like Me. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, give us some stars, whatever you think we're worth. I would prefer five. But we'll I'll, take four. We'll take four at a pinch. That's too advanced. But.
1: If you're going to give us three
0: or lower, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you been listening to this much of the podcast if it's three stars or less? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Chris, anything right. you want to sign off with? Just as always... Like comment, like, comment, and subscribe.
1: Uh, and thank you very much for listening and watching.
0: Yeah. We As really Jacob ab- just said, yeah, we, we love uh, we love all of our listeners and we our love viewers. Artists, it? Especially just, you know, it's not like we're a massive podcast or anything, but when you get these little messages, like, from your student, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm just laughing my ass off, having a great time, that makes it all worth it. It puts me in a good mood. Me too. Because, you know, like, it doesn't have to... It doesn't matter if is it a hundred people, a thousand, ten thousand. Doesn't matter if a few people are having a laugh, having a good time, and learning some English. That's why we do this. Yep, um, it's all worth it, and it really helps us. And that's why we ask for the reviews because it's good for us to know that people are enjoying it and having a good time. Otherwise, we're just talking to ourselves and getting drunk, <laughs> which is still fun. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> still fun, but it's more fun if um, if, if other, other people, people are, are having fun as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that was episode nineteen, guys. So that means next. Next episode, Chris, episode 20. Ooh. Party. party time. Yeah, another milestone. Yeah. Well, um, not I'm trying to make you an alcoholic, but we might have to have some prosecco. Okay. To, are you a prosecco fan? That's alright. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can deal with it for episode 20. Definitely. Sweet. Alright, guys, so have a lovely two weeks. Um, hope everything goes well for all of you. And we'll see you in episode 20. See you then. Bye oh boy. <laughs> Nice awkward pause there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, see you next time.